Hi, welcome to Faith and Culture Now. Today, I'm joined by Shelby Griffith. Shelby, thank you so much for being here. And uh, I'm really glad to have you with us today. We're going to talk about the issue of suicide and the issue of dealing with grief when you lose someone to suicide. Um, this is one of the biggest epidemics in our culture right now. Um, the suicide rate is currently the highest it has ever been in the country. Uh, in addition to it being uh, such a big epidemic, uh, when it comes to looking at um, gun deaths in America, two-thirds of gun-related deaths deal with suicide. And so because this is such a big issue, uh, it's important for people to know how to deal with it and how to talk about it. And it's important to talk about because most people that deal with suicides don't even know the person that's committed suicide is struggling until it's too late. True. So with that being said, I'm going to open it up to you to let you share a little bit of your story with us. Okay. So my father um, recently took his life two years ago and he battled with depression um, for many, many years and um, it was really hard to uh, to deal with that because um, to deal with the death because uh, I, I mean amongst anyone that deals with any type of death uh, suicide is really really complicated um, because you always end up asking the question why 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 um, and my dad was actually being seen by a psychiatrist and getting help and was reaching out to his psychiatrist which is not like my dad to reach out and ask for help so it was actually a really tough situation because we were just blindsided um anyone that's in that situation is blindsided so um leading up into it looking back my dad was um dealing with a lot of problems with his mom and some family situations and my dad had a really rough past and um, my dad was just one of those people that was very strong that was always like you know you can get through anything um, don't let your past scar you don't don't let things keep you down um, he was just very very strong um, and just always made sure we were okay made sure everybody was okay always looked out for everyone else, was so giving, so um, helpful to everyone. I think that's a lot why I am like I am between my mom and my dad. Um, I'm just so giving to other people. And we always saw my dad just giving, giving, giving of everyone. But yet we knew he had his own issues and his own problems, you know, with his family and everything. And then over the years his mom got sick and that's where a lot of his issues were and he ended up taking care of his mom towards the end of her life and he just really um couldn't handle seeing her in that state and it really wore on him so he ended up getting himself help which was the right thing to do and because um, it put him into a major major depression and um leading she ended up dying and then leading up into his death my dad was reaching out to his psychiatrist saying I just don't really feel good I don't feel right 
um, not doing very good. He had a transition at, jo at his job and um, according to everybody at his work, like he was, you know, doing okay, but then they could tell he was a little bit just not okay either. Um, but the day of it, my dad and mom were talking that morning for breakfast and then he didn't show up to work and so everybody started telling my mom like what's going on what's wrong and then he ended up hanging himself and my mom came home for lunch she saw that he wasn't um, anywhere at the table so she went looking for him she couldn't find him in the house and she found him in the back um, in the shed and it was already too late and so it was one of those things where literally my husband came to one of my schools and told me he needed to talk to me immediately and I knew something was wrong because my husband is a coach and he was actually at a track meet so I knew something just wasn't right for my husband to be at the school to tell me he needed to talk to me and um, it was like okay you know what are you about to tell me is it something with your dad because your dad's sick right now and then he was like no we need to call your mom and I'm like so my mom's about to tell me about your dad is what I thought in my head and then my mom said my dad was in an accident and I'm thinking oh like a car accident is he okay he okay and then I could just hear the terror in my mom's voice and it was just one of those things that you actually are like it's not real um mm -hmm. and I just screamed to the top of my lungs and so that's kind of like how the nightmare unfolded um yeah. and I hope I didn't talk too long but no it's fine you know yeah um so obviously it's it's a very shocking situation mm -hmm. it's something you weren't prepared for mm -hmm. uh as is usually the case and um uh, even if you know leading up to it that hey this person is struggling a little bit um, especially if you know they're reaching out and trying to get help it becomes I think even more of a surprise when things don't progress the way you think they're progressing mm -hmm. and so um, after that happened uh, what are some th ways that you dealt with uh, with the loss well so of course since it was very much as a shock to everyone um, Oh my, it was chaos completely because I needed to take care of my mom. Um, that was pretty much my um, focus. Mm -hmm. And so I looked at ways to help my mom. She was in Odessa, I was here. So it was like, you know, far away kind of thing. I stayed there for a little bit, took a little bit of time off work. And then when I came back here, um, I had to finish out the school year. and. I don't even know how I was able to do that because again it's like this complicated loss you're still trying to find out why 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 did he do that what was going on what do we not do what do we um, like where how do we fall down you know where do we not support him um, mm -hmm. what can we have done differently and so you're just in a loss completely and I started actually even questioning like my faith like God like you left us like do you love us do you not love us um, it was a really really difficult time um, it was really really dark honestly I've never been so dark in my life um, because 
you just really feel lost. You're so lost because you don't know what to do. And so I knew from my job and when it's yourself, you don't know what to do. But like every day I lead people to, you know, resources. And so I just knew, okay, you've got to go to these resources yourself. And mm -hmm. so there's these Christian um, groups that meet. And so I said, I got to go. And so it was like the first Wednesday that they met and I went and I showed up and I was so fragile. And they sat in the circle and they introduced themselves and I could hardly even talk. And I said, I just recently lost my dad. Like just, I think it was maybe three weeks um, mm -hmm. at that time. And I mean, I, could, I she said, that's fine if you can't talk, like you don't have to talk, you can just sit here and listen in the support group. And if I hadn't ever went into that support group, I don't know that I could have even made it through the rest of the school year, to be honest with you. Because being in a room with people that completely get what you're going through and having like the same kind of core value as you was so good for me to reconnect because I was losing like my faith. I was losing, um, you know, my direction. I was losing so many avenues. I was so lost and everything. And so that was something that I would suggest to someone is finding yeah. like a support group or um, a counselor or something like that. Those grief groups are mm -hmm. not really where I would suggest someone to go because a grief group has all different kinds of losses in it, but a mm -hmm. suicide group has, it's a very yeah. just, you know, zoned in. It's only specific for people sure. that have lost someone. Yeah. Everybody experiences grief in their own way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's never right to say to someone, I know how you feel. Right. Because you can't know how someone else feels because everybody, even if they go through a similar situation, experiences their own emotional, um, if you will, their, their emotional journey through that differently. And so uh, having people in a group that's similar, uh, at least there's, there's some kind of special connection there that you might not get in a, in a larger setting. Uh, but going to any setting is better than not talking to anybody. Right. And, um, you know, counseling is good for healthy people. Counseling is good for people that are hurting. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the, uh, the opportunity to go and to share with others and to listen to others, uh, there's just something about the solidarity of being with others that are walking through the same process. And again, everybody in the groups can experience things a little bit differently. Exactly. But they're all there with a similar purpose in mind and just knowing I'm not alone in this. I'm not by myself dealing with this is, is a big help for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So, and you mentioned, you know, you were in a dark place. You mentioned uh, being a little bit angry at God or feeling like God may have abandoned you or, um, you know, even perhaps wondering, you know, is God really there? Mm -hmm. And um, that's, that's all very common. That's very um, human, if you will. I mean, those are the kinds of thoughts that, that people tend to have when they lose someone. Right. And it's important in situations of great loss to either choose to trust God or to um, you know choose not to and the choice to trust him may be a difficult choice to make uh, for many people it is but if you say you know what I'm gonna trust him and part of that trust is going to another group where I can hear with uh, stories from other people in the same situation 
um, those kind of things sort of help you draw back in to where you can uh, begin to see the light and wanting to know why did this happen you know sometimes we never know why right. uh, but sometimes we do but but more often than not we don't get all the answers right. uh, even if we get some of the answers uh, we can figure out what led to this perhaps but we can't always know well why it had to happen that way right and so um, knowing that it's important to trust God even when you don't have all the answers because he sees a bigger picture than we can even comprehend is an important step in learning that it's okay to trust God even when the world around us doesn't make sense and we feel like we're lost and we feel like we're you know out on a boat in the middle of the ocean with no side of land so exactly and also when I said like it's a complicated um, you know grief the the reason why I was like I need to get to that suicide support group is because with it being complicated I went through a time that I was mad at God but I was also mad at my dad and then I was like I shouldn't be mad at my dad you know mm -hmm. for him to do something like that it he was mad at himself or I mean he was just in that much pain not that he was mad at himself yeah. he was in that much pain you know and hurting that much and so you know it's just complicated you go back and forth and you're just sure. mixed emotions and you just ha that that support of those other people in the group really understand because they're feeling that exact same kind of way about mm -hmm. their loved one um, and they're like yes I've been mad at my loved one too you know but if it's someone it, if it's a different kind of grief like you know that you have oh they died because of a car accident they died because of cancer they died because they got you know pneumonia and there's a final reason and you can kind of mm -hmm. you know wrap your head around it yes it's still sad and it's heartbreaking and i've lost many family members like that and so i know how that exactly feels and it's still very sad grief but at the end of the day you can wrap your head around the reason why but the suicide is still left I don't know like I really yeah. don't know why he finally did that and so you still are kind of struggling with that you know sure. anger and and you know a lot of times we think to ourselves, okay this person made this choice for you know a reason mm -hmm. but we don't stop and think you know well, were they even in control of their emotions at right. the time maybe they were thinking this is what I need to do but they were so uh, they were in so much pain right. or so much emotional turmoil they weren't even really fully cognizantly aware of what they were doing in right. the first place you know um, uh, if you were to say give some advice to people who have lost someone as a result of suicide what are maybe two or three things you would say to them well for sure talk talk about it um, because the more you just keep things inside I mean it's gonna eat you up it's gonna put you into a situation that um, is not going to be healthy for you um, and talk to someone about it um, sometimes people are scared to talk because they feel like if they talk about suicide that it's actually going to make people possibly feel suicidal or whatever and that's actually contradictory very contradictory so talk about it share things with people a lot of times people are scared to discuss that subject so if someone doesn't want to discuss that subject with them then find someone that will like a counselor um, get in a support group there's support groups all over the place um, 
There's, you know, people that are there to reach out. There's nonprofits that do um, counseling for free, trauma counseling. There's, um, if it's really, really affecting you, um, there's also just, you know, the regular, you know, counseling, like grief counseling and things like that. But I would definitely suggest with a difficult subject, um, really, you know, to this, like, precise, to look at something more specific as far as trauma counseling and or some sort of, um, you know, suicide support group and really just sharing your subjects. I also, um, a friend of mine had said, maybe you should join like the walk, like um, the walk for darkness. And so I thought about it for a while and then I did and um, I made a team for my dad. Um, and, you know, it's like sharing his memories and things like that. It was support for suicide awareness. And I, I feel like that was a really um, good thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, mental health agencies were there. Um, they're raising funds so that they can go into schools and hospitals and workplaces and, um, you know, do more info commercials and more things on social media to get, really get the awareness out there because it is such a growing um, crisis in our society, unfortunately. And so um, I did that and that really helped like me, like as a person, just feel better about um, honor, not honoring my dad's suicide, but honoring my dad as a person and that yes, he had depression and that he was sick, just like someone that had um, any other kind of health problem and so yeah. it's just like me going to a cancer walk or alzheimer's walk and so it was really actually very therapeutic to me in the end mm -hmm. so I'm, i would recommend maybe something like that yeah certainly you know those groups that are trying to raise awareness you know a lot of people out there think suicide's a big deal but it doesn't affect me mm -hmm. the thing is is almost anybody you look at knows somebody who has dealt with suicidal issues mm -hmm. And when it comes down to uh, honoring your dad's life, you know, every person is a valuable human being. Every person has intrinsic value because they're created in the image of God. And because all people are created in God's image, God values and cares for every single life. And, you know, when people uh, commit suicide, it doesn't negate their value. It doesn't detract from who they are created in God's image. And as a result of that, um, doing something like the Walk for Darkness, uh, where you're, you're honoring someone's life and trying to raise awareness to help keep the same thing from happening to somebody else, it's a very commendable thing. Yeah. So um, what are uh, any bits of advice you might have to give to, uh, say, someone who might be currently struggling with depression or uh, suicidal thoughts? Again, just really really talking and speaking um, it's very easy to just lay in bed and um, forget about the world um, I've been there um, done that especially after my dad's death after the school year the summer hit I just wanted to lay in the bed and, and stay in the bed and it's very very easy to um, just forget about you know society and the world because you are in that depression state and so very much you need to get out talk to people um, express your concern hey this is how I'm feeling I just don't feel good about myself or 
I'm not doing okay today or I'm just not feeling right or I'm really hurting or that really bothered me or if you don't have someone to reach out to you don't have family you don't have friends you know find a church group find someone somewhere because there is help you know I, I can't express that enough to people a lot of times people will tell me well I can't find help but yet there is help for people you know there's suicide support hotlines um, I made a call to the hotline many of times because it was in the middle of the night and I didn't know who else to call and so those hotlines will just listen and they understand and I'm like I really miss my dad this is what's going on and they just listen and yeah. those people are trained professionals to help you and guide you and they will even find you a counselor or support group um, and they'll you know direct you into that um, channel and avenue if you don't have those resources or those um, answers and so I always tell people that's a really good avenue those um, hotlines or the uh, you know directory the 211 that's mm -hmm. that's an easy number to remember they'll always have resources for you as well you know if um, you're dealing with these issues it's great to talk to people the people you talk to especially if they're friends and family they don't need to have all the answers for you they just need to listen to you and if you know someone who's dealing with these kinds of thoughts you don't have to come up with all the answers for them it's more important just to be there for them to support them to encourage them and to listen to them. Their struggle is real. Uh, a lot of times the struggle is something they can't overcome on their own. And so uh, to think to themselves, you know, to think to yourself, well, they just need to get over it. That's just not always possible. Uh, it's, not, it's not logical uh, for them to be able to do that in their own power. And so uh, just listening to them and then trying to help get them somewhere that is trained to better provide them help uh, is, is a really good thing. Um, when it comes down to uh, people who are continually struggling with these thoughts, uh, you know, it's good to even look towards, uh, you know, maybe there's might be some medication that you can take that people can, um, typically um, psychologists can prescribe uh, that would allow you to help get over some of your slumps. And um, those are, those options are out there, but they're not, uh, they're not there to replace um, uh, friends and family, but they are there in addition to support friends and family and to help you in ways where your brain just can't do what it needs to do on its own. And so don't feel ashamed to need help. Don't be ashamed to ask for help because the reason people want to help you is because people care about you. And um, whether it's family, friends, or even a counselor who cares, um, there is definitely an opportunity for people to help you if you just speak out and, and talk and, and begin to look for those resources. So, very true. Um, Shelby, thank you so much for your time today. I think this has been well, very good. Um, I hope that, uh, you know, our prayer is that your story will help encourage others and help them to uh, make some choices that uh, push towards healing and uh, push away from, uh, from hurting. And um, sort of like with the run you're doing, help people go from the darkness to the light. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank and you. We'll see you next time. Thanks.